There has always been a battle between light and darkness. Satan hates God and fights against his work. It is vital that God's people recognize their place in this conflict and are equipped for spiritual warfare in our day. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we open God's Word and prepare for the front lines. If you had to describe the Christian life, the, the warfare that we're in, what it means to be a good soldier of Jesus Christ, if you had to boil it all down and say this is the bottom line, this is the indispensable truth, what would you say it is? We're going to answer that question today, not as we think, but what God reveals in Ephesians chapter 6. Because under inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the Apostle Paul is describing for us each piece of this Christian armor. If you're going to be a good soldier of Jesus Christ, this is what you have to put on every day. And we've learned already that really it's not so much individual pieces as it is just putting on Jesus. It is the very character and nature of Jesus Christ. I'm testifying now, I need Jesus today. Could you say that? Would you say that right now? Would you just say, I need Jesus? Say it to him, Jesus, I need you. And we're looking specifically at the pieces of the armor that guard the inner man, uh, the, the core, the heart, the internal vital organs. We learn, first of all, uh, that we have to have our loins girt about with truth, the belt of truth. Why? Because Christ is the truth. Then we learned that we must put on the breastplate of righteousness. We learned that Christ is our righteousness. Now we're coming to a third piece of the armor that protects the inner man. It's found in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse number 16. And if you say, well, wait a minute, you're skipping verse 15. Let me just tell you, I'm coming back to it. We're going to spend an entire study on that one little verse on the feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We're coming there, I promise you. But look at verse number 16. Under inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Paul says this, above all. Do you believe every word is given by inspiration? Do you believe God preserved the very words for us and that each one means something? Nothing's there by accident. God doesn't use fillers. The Holy Spirit says, above all. Taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Now we want to immediately talk about the fiery darts of the wicked, but the emphasis of the verse is not on the fiery darts, it's on the faith. It is not on what Satan is doing, it's on the shield we're supposed to take. So don't get so, uh, so consumed talking about the enemy that you forget uh, that God is greater, He's given you what you need. Some people live so uh, depressed and their minds are so um, morose and morbid in their thoughts because they're looking at the darkness instead of thinking of, on the light. We're going to talk about how bad the world is instead of how good our God is. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. So here's, here's the word, above all. I say again, what's the one thing? What's the bottom line? How would you say it? Well, I think on the authority of the Word of God, we must say that above all, the Christian life is a faith life. Above all, the Christian soldier must be a person of real faith in God. Above all. Now, why would he use the, the shield as the piece of the armor uh, that uh, typifies what faith is? Well, the Roman shield was fascinating. It was about 40 inches tall and 30 inches wide. So get that in your mind. This is big. 
it was curved so that it would protect the flank of the soldier. And these soldiers, Roman soldiers, would stand side by side uh, moving forward. So can you visualize side by side all of these shields marching at you? And then the ones who were not on the front line, they would put the shields up over their head. So it looked like a giant tortoise, frankly, uh, moving forward. They were protect, protected on every side. Uh, they, they were moving forward. Watch this. How were they moving forward? They were moving forward by faith. I say again, above all, taking the shield of faith. How are you going to keep moving forward? By faith. Faith is not just how you come to Christ. Faith is how you continue to follow Christ. Faith is not just uh, the means by which we experience God's grace and salvation. Faith is also the means by which we go on experiencing the grace of God every day. The Bible doesn't say the just shall be saved by faith. The Bible says the just shall live by his faith. Hebrews says, Without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he's rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Are you exercising faith today? Uh, we hear people say, Oh, I'm a man of faith or she's a woman of faith. What does that mean? Just that they go to church, that they're religious? Faith is never passive. It is always active. Faith is not something you hold. It is something you use and it is the essential, it is the absolute essential to a victorious life. That's why the Bible says in 1 John, This is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Above all, the Christian life is a faith life. What does that mean to you? It should mean that you're confident in what God teaches. You have faith in the Word of God, in what God has revealed about Himself. When we talk about the faith, we're talking about our body of doctrine. So you need to be confident in what he teaches. It also means that you believe what he says. It means that you trust what he promises, that you've appropriated those things into your life. It means that at every difficulty and every danger, it means that with every conflict that you enter into and every enemy that you have to face, that you are exercising faith in God. I'll tell you something I'm learning about faith. Faith has to be exercised to stay strong. It is the muscle, if you will, of the Christian life. Uh, it's no wonder we become, excuse me, spiritually so weak and flabby and so incapable of standing because we're not exercising faith. And you don't just exercise faith for the big things. No, friend, you must exercise faith for everything. And so when we talk about putting on the Lord Jesus Christ, why? He's the truth. He's our righteousness, and He is the object of our faith. Let me give you what Peter says about this in 1 Peter chapter 5. Remember, we're comparing these scriptures. Peter writes, 1 Peter 5 verse 8, Be sober. There's the seriousness again. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Literally, he wants you to disappear. Oh, so many people have disappeared. So many families have disappeared. So many churches have disappeared. Why? Uh, they've been devoured. They've been consumed. Casualties in the fight. He goes on in 1 Peter 5 verse 9 to say, Whom resist steadfast in the faith. Uh, we say resist the devil. How do you resist him? Through faith in God. Not by looking to the devil, but by looking to the Lord. The only way I can resist the devil is by leaning to the Lord. Uh, looking to the Lord. He said, resist him steadfast in the faith. Sounds a lot like what Paul said in Ephesians 6, stand. Having done all, withstand. 
He says this, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Uh, recently, I've heard a lot of people say, we're all in this together, talking about world situations and, and health crises and lots of things. Well, let me say to God's people, we're in the same army. We're fighting the same battle. We're all in this together. And our brethren around the world are dealing with the same afflictions all around the world. People are in the same spiritual warfare. It is time that every one of us get our eyes back on the Lord Jesus Christ. Put on Jesus. Put Him on today. Put Him on every day. As a matter of fact, if you go back to our verse today, Ephesians chapter 6, above all, taking the shield of faith. That word taking, that's a conscious word. Will you take Him now? If you're not a believer, would you take Jesus now as your personal Savior? Would you say to Him, Lord, I'm a sinner. I cannot save myself. But by faith, I take what you did for me on the cross as enough. I take your resurrection as enough. I take you as my Savior. And if you already know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, would you take His strength and resources today for your own? Would you take the shield of faith, put on Jesus Christ, and be a good soldier of the Lord Jesus? Remember that the battle is always fiercest just before it is won. Christ is coming and soon the war will be over. Determined to be a good soldier of Jesus Christ. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again next time on Enjoying the Journey. Until then, you may join us online at scottpauley.org or check out the full-length Bible messages on our YouTube channel, Dr. Scott Pauley. It is our prayer that the Lord will equip you for the battle and help you to live in victory today. Mm -hmm.